0: You're listening to episode forty-one.
1: It keeps going and going and going
2: of the In Between podcast, where you'll hear simple solutions for living an extraordinary life. My name is Daniel M,
1: and I'm Christina M.
2: Today we're going to be talking not about the Energizer Bunny.
1: <laughs> you got A little it. Little throwback. You remember that? <laughs> the, the Playing little the thing drums. Bunny. yeah, exactly.
2: So we're not going to be talking about that, but we are going to be talking about living your best marriage. By continuing our conversation from episode 37.
1: Which was one of the greatest secrets to a successful marriage. So if you have not tuned into episode 37, make sure to do that. I think actually you may want to pause this and go back (laughs) and listen to it because it gives you a really good basis and foundation of what we're going to talk about.
2: Yeah, about the crazy cycle. That's right. Or the death cycle. Exactly. Or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so
1: a quick synopsis, especially for those who have listened to it before, but we know it was a few weeks back. Lots of life has happened. Um, so what the crazy cycle is all about? Well, actually, there is a connection between the husband and wife. So without love from the husband, the wife reacts without respect. I think we see that <laughs> All the time, maybe too too often. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and without respect from uh, the wife, the husband will actually react without love,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it just goes around and around, around.
1: and around and around. <laughs> yeah, like a crazy spinning um, carousel.
2: Yeah. So don't forget to listen to episode thirty-seven before we get started. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about the energizing cycle. Going back to that Energizer Bunny reference. Mm-hmm. Because the crazy cycle is, I mean, that's the easy thing to do. Yeah, it's really easy to
1: ride. (laughs) a Free ride.
2: Yeah. So here are principles, techniques, and common sense to help both husbands and wives learn how to practice love and respect on a daily basis.
1: So remember that the crazy cycle is really easy to get on, um, but it's going to take some real work guys to stay on the energizing cycle but it's worth it yeah it is is. so don't give up
2: (laughs) but before we explain what that energizing cycle is we did want to read one of the reviews that you guys have left in so thank you for all of you who have left both a rating and review a rating in the apple podcast app is just one of the quick hit five stars Mm -hmm. or whatever else you think we're worth and uh not that our our (laughs) self-worth is based on that Uh, but a review will take a few more seconds and and we really do appreciate that because we would uh, we read every single one of them Mm -hmm. and it helps us get better so uh, we wanted to read one from Jay and Sparrow the title is Wise and Witty Five Stars. I've been listening to this podcast for the last month and I've been so encouraged and challenged by it. I love how authentic Daniel and Christina are. I feel like they're good friends of mine yet I've never met them. I hope so one day. Yeah us too. I love that they have some Canadian flair and it's refreshing to hear how they seek to live their lives in a an impactful way pun intended (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) and that they are willing to share the diamonds and the dirt of life with us all would highly recommend subscribing Thanks, Jane Sparrow. thank you so much. For leaving that. That And uh, yeah, please uh, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't yet done so. It would mean the world to us.
1: All right, so let's jump into the energizing cycle. So this podcast episode is just going to be a little bit different uh, because there are going to be, I guess, two parts to it. One, Daniel is going to talk heavily to the guys, but it doesn't mean that, ladies, um, we need to step away. Actually, I think this might be really um, enjoyable for us. (laughs) Just (laughs) because I don't know about anybody else, but I know for me I do like to eavesdrop and kind of know the ins and outs of things. So I think it would be really helpful for the woman to continue to tune in and just to maybe hear how it is from a man's perspective. Mm. And then we'll switch roles and I will be the one who is doing the majority of the talking to the woman. But once again, men, uh, sometimes I feel like maybe you'll need to listen just a little bit closer to understand what's going on and to see the world through our pink lenses, as we referred to yeah. in the other podcast.
2: Yeah. So before we get in. Into- into the two acronyms mm-hmm. and we won't have time on this podcast to walk through all the letters of the acronyms uh, but we'll just highlight a few of them for you there. But before we get into that, this whole, the b- both of the acronyms is really about the energizing cycle, mm-hmm. right? So that energizing cycle is...
1: It's proactive.
2: Yeah. It's positive.
1: It's preventative. And to stay on the energizing cycle will help the crazy cycle not spin.
2: Mm, that's good. All right. So for husbands, the acronym couple is used to break down the advice on how to love your wife. So husbands, we know that love is not our mother tongue. Uh, we know we like to be loved and but it's not necessarily something that, that's easy for us to communicate mm-hmm. uh, but as we live out these simple truths we know that this will energize our wives so she'll respond actually as we love her she'll respond with respect which is our mother tongue and that'll actually really you know it'll it'll push that cycle forward so think of the word couple right it means two people are connected together and and this is the key to how really women view relationships they want connectivity.
1: Yes, I will say yes to that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So for example, think of a photo of you two. Uh, This photo symbolizes your relationship, Mm -hmm. right? So as trouble hits, imagine that the photo gets ripped in half, you on one side and her on the other. Uh (laughs) Well, your wife sees it as her mission to tape that relationship back together. And she wants to connect with you to fix it. And here's exactly where couples get stuck, right? Woman confront to connect. Yes. So typically (laughs) from the man in that situation, when the woman is confronting to connect, it Kind of seems like she's confronting to control. <laughs> and if another man did that, I mean, you think he was provoking a fight, right? I was like, "What do you just, you know, back, back off, off here? Back <laughs> off." And, and husbands, you may have even felt that way or, or, or thought even that said way, that maybe. Yeah, like, to your wife.
0: Back off. Yeah,
2: give mm-hmm. me some room. Yep. You know, I we need, need to. Space. Yeah, exactly. But but you need to remember, guys, when you feel that way, your wife is not trying to control you.
1: Yes. I even feel like as you were talking about this, uh, maybe some wives are like, what? Really? That's what you think? (laughs) So I think that's really key for that, too. Um, Daniel, I know that you had said that there isn't enough time to go through the whole acronym. But do you think that you can quickly just go down what um, the whole acronym like C stands for blah, 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 O stands for and just go quickly that way and then Dive deeper into yeah. um, some of them.
2: That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, so the first one is C, which stands for closeness. So that's the whole idea that your wife wants to connect, and and we'll I'll, I'll actually unpack that at length. This will be one of the three letters that we do. O stands for openness. So you need to remember that a that a woman often wants to talk about things
1: over and over again.
2: <laughs> Maybe O should stand for over, over. and over again. <laughs>
1: yes. U uh,
2: that that u stands for understanding women don't need their men to fix them right mm-hmm. uh, she she wants listening yes to happen just so understanding, right yeah. uh p stands for peacemaking so that's the whole idea that uh, as you have conflict your your wife is probably going to want to recognize it or she probably will recognize it much sooner than you do mm-hmm. and have that tendency toward peacemaking L stands for loyalty, which we'll get into, and, and we'll also explain the last one, which is E, which stands for esteem. All right, so let's start with C, which is closeness.
1: Okay, what does that mean?
2: So, uh, I mean, this is about face-to-face involvement, Right. This is about face-to-face time. This is about heart-to-heart time.
1: Mm-hmm. So, for example, do you remember those times that I'll come up to you, especially, I think, when you're busy and I'll be like, I, I just don't feel like you care about me. Mm. I don't feel like you are pursuing me.
2: Well, thankfully, it's been a while since you said yes, that. Yes, it
1: has been. <sighs> yeah,
2: But there were a couple of years, a few years back, where I felt like it was every year
1: I would say maybe a couple times a year. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it just kept on happening over and over again. Yeah. So I'm really grateful that I can't really remember the last time (laughs) we did that.
1: (laughs) And me too. I'm really grateful that I have not felt those feelings in a very long time. So up top. High five. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Bam.
2: (laughs) So here's the thing about this. When I get home from work, one of the things that I want to do the most is flop on the couch, relax, play a game, watch TV, just Uh disconnect. Right. And as much as this is the default of what I want to do, I've learned over the years that my drive home has to be that.
1: (laughs) <laughs> mm. So what do you do on your drive home then? Like, how do you chill?
2: Yeah. Okay. So it really depends on the day. Okay. So days, because I do two other podcasts mm-hmm. and I do webinars and there's a lot of speaking that I might do during the day. And and plus the fact that guys often speak or have less words than girls. Uh, yes. Yeah. If I, half, I, if think. I, yeah, if I ever have a day where I'm speaking a lot and I'm doing a lot of recording and podcasts, when I come home, I'll have to either drive home in silence because I don't even want to hear anyone else talk right <laughs> <laughs> or I'll listen to music I'll blast music okay and I'll just sing So that's usually what happens when I have those kind of days mm-hmm. Other days where it was meetings or emails maybe one podcast or this or that then I'll usually listen to an audiobook or a podcast on the way home and and when I drive into our neighborhood for right. the last two to five minutes I'll usually just turn it off and I'll start praying okay. Yeah. And I'll just start praying. Actually, you know, at the railroad tracks yes. where, right before I turn in right. is usually where I'll start praying and I'll be like, Lord, I give you my day. Help me uh, serve Christina mm-hmm. and the kids. Show me how to love them. Show me how to care for them. And I just kind of oh, prepare that's so my heart. Sweet. I didn't know that. that. Say, yeah. <laughs> as I roll into home. <laughs>
1: so that's why you sit in your car sometimes. <laughs> just kidding.
2: <laughs> yeah. So sometimes I'll have phone calls on the way home. Mm-hmm. And, and if I do, I'll usually try to end it by the railroad tracks. Uh, because I need to just remember, I need to remind, I need to prepare my heart in that way. So guys, remember that your wife wants to connect. And if you've been away all day, I know sometimes the default is you want to come home and chillax for a little bit. Right. But remember, your wife wants to connect. So even if you've had that kind of day, try to find even if you're taking the train home or the bus home or, or, or walking home or whatever that looks like. Uh, remember that your wife wants to feel loved. Mm-hmm. So imagine or try this even this week. If she's the one that prepares dinner, uh, try helping her, right? or or ask her, hey, is there anything that I can do to help?
1: Oh, wow. That I would tell you right there, guys, that is like asterisk exclamation. Because I know those are like five or six words that shouldn't really maybe mean that much to you, but that would be so life giving to your wife.
2: Mm. Yeah, so do and, this. And, and, and sometimes when I ask that, I don't always ask it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so uh, but then a good you go and play with too. the kids. Yes. Yeah.
1: So I feel like, you know, I've been with the kids all day or they're watching TV because I want to cook in silence. So sometimes it's nice for you to you know just engage with them play with them so that they have something to do and I can have some peace and quiet like that cooking to me is like that drive home (laughs) yeah, <laughs> for yeah you, okay right? yeah I see that so i am like I just want some peace and quiet and no more mummy 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 go go see daddy 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 <laughs> yeah and
2: sometimes when I come home they're they just started watching right right or they really just want to finish their show mm-hmm. and I say hi I try to hug them and they're kind of like hi daddy
0: hi daddy. you know
2: maybe <laughs> we've, they'll we've come and hard for me at the for these 20 yeah <laughs> exactly and then they you know for me to actually interrupt them would annoy them mm-hmm. so after getting changed because I love PJs <laughs> oh, who
1: doesn't yeah
2: after getting changed they'll usually come down and if they don't really want to play I'll either do the dishes or I'll 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 help Christina or Mm -hmm. I'll you know is there anything else that I can do or throw the trash away or, or whatever just to just to help get things ready for dinner
1: And Daniel, I really appreciate that even in your own life that you exemplify this because I remember having a conversation um, with a few women and they were like, well, when my husband walks into the door, that's when I know that the children have to be on their best behavior Mm. because daddy's had a stressful time. All he wants to do is, you know, flop in his special chair, get a drink and, you know, watch TV and he needs 30 minutes to himself. So everyone has to be quiet for 30 minutes. 30 minutes and he needs to do his thing. And then we have dinner together and then he kind of, you know, relaxes and is able to to mm. spend time or whatnot. And I remember looking at them and I'm like, Oh really? That's how things go. Okay. Like, I mean, that's what works for their family. But I know for me, um, I feel like, I mean, I was working too. Yeah. It's just a different job. Mm-hmm. I was working at home, keeping the kids alive, keeping the house in some sort of semblance mm-hmm. of, uh, of normal, or of non-chaos, and so it, to me, I appreciate that we are able to work together in that, and that you understand that about me, about how I, I want some time too. And also, I love that you, you know as you're sitting there talking to me, I really feel connected like, hey, um, I know that he could be doing a hundred million things, but he has decided to take time and to talk to me. Yeah. And I think as well as women, there's a part of us that feels like when we got married, um, we are marrying our best friend. And what does a best friend mean? A best friend doesn't mean someone to go and like to play golf with. I'm sorry to say that's not really what happens. A best friend is someone that you can talk to about anything and everything. And they're there to sit and to listen and to maybe offer a little bit of advice and to hold your hand and to hug you and to play with your hair and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so I think that means a lot when a husband can, and I mean, and not you're not going to replace all our friendships, but are able to um, be a best friend that way to your wife.
2: And I guess that's 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 really different than what guys would imagine. Yes. I mean, when and you, we will when talk you, about it, yeah. too,
1: uh, <laughs> when I talk about it. Yeah. But go ahead.
2: Yeah. Because when you said that, I'm thinking like a, a teen movie where it's like, <laughs> (laughs) Girls are doing a slumber party and they're just like hugging pillows and talking. And I'm like, oh, I do not want to do that with my best friend. (laughs) Let's play video games together or let's hang out. Let's play golf together. Right,
1: right. Guys, you want to connect with your wife in a physical way yeah uh, that's let's just be honest about and we will talk about sex in a little bit but as women I feel like our tanks need to be filled before the car can drive so mm. to speak and one of the ways that the tank can be filled is through communication and is through talking and sharing a better day and sharing life um in general
2: yeah so even when it comes to that Guys, if you want sex, and I know all guys do,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> try,
2: I mean, try holding her hand on a regular base, basis or, or giving her a hug and just being affectionate without always wanting it to lead to sex. Mm hmm right? Because in doing that, um, if, if, the, if the only time you're ever affectionate with your wife is because you want to have sex at that time or, right. or that day, that's usually, I mean, usually you don't really react that well.
1: Uh, yeah, that's going to be like, eh, 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 yeah. like <laughs> X, no, no, because who wants to have something with strings attached, yeah, like a right. present with strings that's attached, right. Mm-hmm. right? Nobody wants that. And so if your wife can just appreciate a hug and a kiss, from you and uh, how is your day uh, knowing that it's because you want to show her that you care versus, hey, let's do um, A, B, and C. So in bed, A, B, and C is going to happen. Yeah.
2: So guys, just remember that affection should be an end, uh, not really a means. All right, let's go to the next one, which is Loyalty that loyalty is going to help you get on the energizing cycle. Mm-hmm. And loyalty is really all about understanding that your wife wants and needs to know that you're committed. right? Period. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. Right. Uh, so she may ask you how much you love her and will you love her when she's all old and great? Why are you or laughing? Or
1: 500 pounds. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. I probably wouldn't answer it the same way that I did back then, but Christina, you got it. Yeah. Oh
1: my goodness. I don't even okay, know. I don't, How, I don't we even married remember. married like a year? Or, oh no, probably not. No, I probably would have slugged you at a year, but um, I don't know, maybe like three or four years into our marriage. And I don't remember why we were talking about this, but I, oh, I think I was like, oh, would you still love me if I was this? Would you still love me if I was that? And you're like, yes, yes. And then I asked you, would you still love me if I was 500 pounds? And what yeah, did you and, say? and
2: I said no. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. no. Okay, I was saying yes a lot. Yes, all I was saying was yes. Yes, and this was like, I don't know how many questions you had asked me, so I was, me. I was getting a little annoyed. I was getting a little annoyed, and you said five hundred pounds. So am I. In my, I guess, snarkiness, I was like, "Well, you're like five one and a half. It's it'd be impossible for you to be five hundred pounds. Like, I don't like you would die before you became five hundred pounds. So I said no because you'd be dead. Well, I guess that didn't and really go. <laughs> so I would not Woo. have said that. Um, yes. Yeah. So guys, just the answer say is yes. yes. <laughs> So I wish I understood this back then, but when you were asking Mm -hmm. uh, whether or not I loved you, Mm -hmm. right, you weren't really asking for information. (laughs) No. Why were you asking then?
1: I wanted reassurance that you loved me and that you will always love me uh, no matter if I'm 500 pounds or not.
2: (laughs) Because what happens when you get that reassurance?
1: Then... um, I just really feel like I'm I'm worth it. That you're you will be committed to me no matter what. Like we said in our vows, like in sickness and in health, uh, in richer for poor, till death do us part.
2: So, guys, are you looking for ways, and can you look for a way this week to tell your wife that you're going to be loyal to her forever? Mm-hmm. Right? Are you gonna? What What are some ways that you can do that? That you can even just verbally share with her that she is the one love of your life the only woman ever for you uh the last letter and then i'll throw it over to christina right uh, is esteem e esteem and this is all about um, your wife wanting to know if you honor and cherish her and if you treasure her Mm -hmm. right so this is about her needing honor and respect in a different kind of way than we seek as guys so for your wife uh, respect is a part of love so when you're loving her, she actually does feel respect. Right. But it's it's just in a different way.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So probably the only time you're ever gonna hear her say, You don't respect me is when you dismiss her opinion. Woo.
1: That which is some good had, truth. Yeah,
2: which we have had a lot of fights about.
1: Oh, yes. um If you have not realized by now, I sort of have an opinion. <laughs> sort of. On many sort of things. <laughs> many? Not all. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> Just kidding. Respect, <laughs> so, how many times at and you know what, let's say this again, okay. caveat this, this has not happened for a long time. Mm. So I feel like that whole part we were talking about before where I was like, "Um, you're not appreciating me, you're not listening to me, this kind of goes all together. Um, but there's been times where I have said like, I do not feel heard. Mm. You are not listening to me. And that doesn't mean like in an obedient way, like listen to me, you better yeah. do what I do, like what I want you to do, but more in a way, like I feel like you're not valuing my thoughts and opinions mm. like a friend would yeah. or like a, a true.
0: This episode is brought to you in part by beyond ordinary women ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership at Bow. We believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills.
2: Yeah. So when it comes to esteem, ask yourself, guys, do you always let your wife know that you treasure her? Do you always help her understand that you put a high value on her as a person, on her opinions, mm-hmm. on her efforts, on what she has done, or when you come home and she's tried to fix something because you haven't fixed it because it was on your honey-do list and you just haven't gone around to it and she tried to do it, do you just kind of say, oh, you did it wrong? I can't believe you did it that way, right? Is is that how you treat her in that way? Because mm-hmm. that, that does translate as disrespect
1: right and cutting her down all right daniel that was such a great synopsis of um the couple acronym and once again this uh, is in the love and respect book by Dr. Emerson, which we will link to our show notes. That'll be inbetween.org slash episode 41. So, but ladies, now I'm going to address y'all. So in episode 37, we talked about how us-wise, we don't need a lot of help loving. That comes naturally. It is something that God has built into us, and we really do second nature like breathing. However, I think we need a lot of help in the respect department. I think we think the term unconditional love, like that makes complete sense. But then when we turn around and are asked to unconditionally respect our husbands, we're like, what? That makes no sense to us. Mm. And why should we? He has to earn our respect, right? Well, I want you to try this. I love this part in the book. So Dr. Emerson calls this the respect test. So this next week. I want you to spend a little bit of time thinking of some things you respect about your husband. This may take longer than uh, you would like, but really take some time to think about it. Because I think if you've never thought about what you respect in your husband, the list may start pretty slim. But the more you think about it, the more I hope that things will come to mind. So when you have your list, I want you to wait until your husband isn't busy or distracted. So maybe not right when he comes home um, and say, you know, I was thinking about you today and several things about you that I respect. uh, And I just want you to know that I respect you. And then after saying that, don't say anything. Just mention you have something you need to do and quietly start to leave the room and see what happens. (laughs) What do you think? what, What would happen, Daniel? What do you think? How would you react to that?
2: Oh, uh, you should do it.
1: <laughs> okay, I will, I will yes. share what, what I okay, did. Okay, you did.
2: Yeah, you did. I did do, do it, something like a a that. It was different. Kind though. of. Yeah.
1: Kind of. Okay. So but this. But you is, should
2: do that this week. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go, ladies. We're in this together. Okay. So this is what I did for Daniel because I know that his love language is words of affirmation and he also loves to check the mail. Like literally, it can be Sunday when the mail does not come and he will go to the mail. You
2: never know. <laughs> I don't know if he's great, hoping for I like someone
1: to write us a big check or something. I know. Yeah, I like, don't know. I don't know what he did. Do- but every single time he loves to do it. So I thought, of, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. so. Yeah. So I thought, hey, why don't I write him a respect card instead? And I will put it in the mailbox.
2: And usually when I come home, most of the time you guys have already checked the mail right but i usually but after yeah that, i'll always you? go and check yep. the mail just in case mm-hmm. and that day that you wrote me the card i guess i didn't check the mail no
1: you didn't i had to be like baby it's 10 o'clock do you want me to go check the mail yeah you
2: you asked multiple times you're but like you have you checked the mail yet? yet and i was like why is she asking me about the mail <laughs> like,
0: come on check I was the like, mail just get
2: the mail tomorrow but you asked again at like Right before we went to bed, yeah, it like, was late. maybe
1: I should check yeah, the mail. I don't know. <laughs> so, okay. So this is what the respect card was. So instead of telling him how much I loved him, I told him how much I respected him. So with the book's idea, I actually signed it with all my respect the one who still admires you instead of with all my love uh because i always do that but the book was saying that men know that their wives love them but need to be reminded about how much we respect them
2: so how did i respond when i came in the door
1: you basically balled your face (laughs) off (laughs) no i didn't no
2: i'm not that (laughs) sad I only cry when we watch "This Is Us," yeah. but
1: <laughs> oh, don't we all? Oh yeah, my goodness! I know. Don't get me started. No, yeah, topic.
2: no. I grabbed. I, I checked the mail, and while I was walking out to the mailbox, I was like, "Why is she asking me to?" <laughs> like, I had no idea. I was like, "There's probably not going to be anything in here." And I went, and I was like, "There isn't." But I reached back. And I was like, oh, there is something. I was Mm -hmm. like, what? What is this? A handwritten card? And then I went, I opened it up, and I was reading it as I was walking in. And right before I opened the door, I was just standing there, and I was just finishing reading it. I was like,
1: oh. (laughs) You're so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest is history, folks. (laughs) So
2: the acronym right <laughs> chairs uh i wanted to switch the topic because i'm getting all red here
1: okay uh, <laughs> like your shirt <laughs> yeah
2: so before christina goes into the chairs acronym which is that uh that acronym on for the lady the, the lady side mm-hmm. uh we just wanted to share that this episode today is brought to you in part by audible so, for today's episode, Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30 day trial membership. So, you can just go to slash in between to get started.
1: So, that means that you can get this book, Love and Respect, for free, which we highly, highly recommend. Because, like we said, we're not going to have enough time to go through all of the acronyms, but this book will give you in detail, like, I think seven chapters about these acronyms uh, that tell you and give you a lot of different techniques to try and different points to try um, to think about.
2: So if you want to grab this book or really any other book available on Audible, be sure to go to that link, that special link, audibletrial.com slash in between, because by going there and starting a trial membership uh, and getting that free book through that link that does help support our podcast. That's audibletrial.com slash in between.
1: All right. Are you ready for the acronym chairs? <laughs>
2: so, are you going to give us what each letter is and then go into depth for a couple of them?
1: Oh, totally. Let's okay. do that. I think that's really helpful. Okay. It so, this your idea. <laughs> I know. That's why it's helpful. <laughs>
2: Is that love or is that
1: respect? Oh, that's conquest, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually the first one.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so C is conquest, which is to, uh, we need to learn to appreciate our husband's desire to work and to achieve which may have a little bit of me in there, too. (laughs) But anyway, okay, H is hierarchy. So, and that deals with appreciating his desire to protect and provide for the family. Mm -hmm. A is authority, which covers uh, his desire to serve and to lead. Mm -hmm. Insight touches on appreciating your husband's desire to analyze and to counsel. And relationship, which I will get into a little later, uh, helps us understand our husband's desire for shoulder-to-shoulder friendship versus face-to-face friendship. Mm. So this is a a good one to unpack uh, concerning what we talked about a few minutes before. And the last one is sexuality, which will explain his desire for sexual intimacy. Mm. Your favorite topic! (laughs) We
2: could just... Talk about that one. The whole <laughs> yeah, time, right
1: there, you go. <laughs> All yeah, right. maybe we'll put like in the show notes. If you want to hear just this part, uh, we'll fast forward to yeah. <laughs> like minute, so on and so forth. Okay, but we are going to talk a little bit before we talk about sex. So the first one is conquest. And like I said before, that's us being able to learn how to appreciate his desire to work and achieve. So Dr. Emerson is quick to point out in his book that conquest is not chauvinism. Mm, so it's not this good. like, good. you know how it is that when you think conquest, you think men are trying to conquer over women, whether that be physically, sexually, mentally, or emotionally. So that's not what he's talking about at all. By conquest, Dr. Emerson is meaning the natural inborn desire of a man to go out and conquer the challenges of his world. And that is by working and achieving. So as a wife, um, if we can start to understand how important our husband's work is to him, we will be able to take a huge step toward communicating respect and honor. And that's two things that he values even more than our love. Mm. Dr. Emerson uses an illustration about a man losing his job. So imagine your husband coming home and telling you, uh, honey, I got fired today. And as a wife, you think, okay, how am I supposed to support him? I'm going to say, oh, oh, you know what, honey? It doesn't matter. All that matters is that we love one another. Would that be helpful, honey?
2: Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Because so so in Korea when we left Korea right and it was uh, we don't need to get into it it was big thing messy. happened yeah very messy <laughs> what happened maybe one day we we'll unpack it Korea. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I came home and uh, shared it with you I mm-hmm. mean I don't I don't really even remember how you responded
1: I probably cried
2: yeah 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 probably. because even I was I was trying to figure out okay how am I supposed to share this with my wife right what does this mean for us yes what does this look like and we had
1: a three-month-old baby yeah uh, no family around us
2: yeah we and had just, both of us yeah. lost
1: our jobs at the same time
2: exactly yeah because we, we were connected just got new furniture uh-huh. got a new condo right yeah it was yeah uh so even after that i mean i think if you were to have responded oh it's okay we just, we just, as long as we love one another, it's going to be okay.
0: OK. are loving uh,
1: not going to yeah. pay the bills. <laughs>
2: All you need is love. <laughs> and some money. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't really think that would have been helpful.
1: Mm-hmm. So what would have been helpful, do you think?
2: Probably no words. Hmm. Maybe probably an embrace. Yeah. I don't really know what words could have worked. Like, oh, it's okay. You'll pick yourself up back up. Or, right. Uh, What? What do you do? You, Why you just would you do that your, to us? <laughs> yeah. What are we gonna do now? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't really know what kind of words would have even though I'm a I'm, you know, a words of affirmation guy, right. I don't really know what kind of words other than maybe just an embrace. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: No, it's true. So I think in that instance, ladies, we need to realize that as a woman, I think another woman would want we would maybe want a woman or a person to respond that like oh everything's going to be okay we have love we love each other but to a man uh but losing his job and other examples like really gets to the core of his being, like like cuts him deeply yeah, yeah. because he is not achieving in that way and he's not able to provide.
2: Mm. So that's conquest. Uh, what other letters do you want to walk through, Christine? So we're
1: going to walk through the last two. And R is relationship. So remember we were talking about how wives would want their husbands to have a face-to-face conversation mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. show that they appreciate them and stuff. Well, husbands actually want something a little bit different. So we talked quickly in episode 37 about the difference between love and like. So yeah, if right. you ask husbands, like, does your wife love you? They're gonna say, yeah, 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 for sure. But then if you ask your head, like if you ask husbands, does your wife like you?
2: Yeah, it depends on the situation, It right? <laughs> Depends on the <laughs> depends moment, I think.
1: Exactly. So as wives, how do we show our husbands that we like them? Well, one way to show him that you, that you like him is to be his friend on his terms. Like husbands really like their wives company, um but they don't need to be talking all the time.
2: Yeah, that's right. I mean even when we watch TV together.
1: Uh-huh, which you really really enjoy. Yeah, I do. And you enjoy watching movies and just sitting on the couch together cuddling.
2: Yeah. And we're not talking. But but I know you like playing games together.
1: Yes, I do.
2: And because that involves conversation. Yeah. And you like talking with one another. Face to face. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, face to face versus on the couch where it's shoulder to shoulder. Mm -hmm.
1: Wives, I think we just really need to understand that our husbands are content just being with us. Yeah. Not always talking. So research actually backs this up. The studies confirm that males prefer shoulder-to-shoulder communication with little or no talking versus women who mostly like to chat.
2: Yeah, and it's not, I'm not saying that I don't like talking to you. No, not what but it like, is.
1: let's say for example, so we had a women's only event at church and it was called speed chatting. Ugh. So what would happen was there were two like rows of chairs and the chairs would face each other and you would have uh, someone would call out a topic and you would have a timed minute to talk to each other about that topic. Yeah, that sounds so horrible. like, say like, what's your favorite trip of your entire life and go on and then the buzzer would beep and then you would switch so you would be talking to probably about 25 to 30 different women in half an hour
2: man I don't know how much someone would have to pay me for. Yeah, me exactly. So
1: I remember you're like, "How was it?" And I'm like, "What did you do?" And I told you, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, that is literally my worst nightmare." Where you think of like the guys only events that the church hosts quite often. It's like, well, what is it? It's a breakfast, yeah, um, with a speaker, or it's like, let's just watch football together and eat nachos.
2: Yeah, and then you have conversation shoulder to shoulder, right, with like, one oh, another. Look
0: at Yeah. yeah. And then
2: you just kind of watch and then you talk again. But it's not. Yeah, you're right. Shoulder to shoulder is a lot more comfortable. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yep. So Dr. Emerson says it like this and I love it. Your husband has a need you do not have. And that need is met in a way that feels unnatural to you. But as you are just being with him, shoulder to shoulder, his fondness for you will grow inexplicably. It really doesn't make a lot of sense for a woman, but the simple truth is that he just needs you to be there.
2: Mm, so that's a good quote. We yes. should frame that in our uh, house.
1: <laughs> In front of the TV? <laughs>
2: no, nah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Okay.
1: But you may want to frame a few things from this next one, which we are talking about sexuality. Yeah. You want to just highlight the whole thing and <laughs> post it on our bedroom wall or what? No, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we are talking about our husband's need and desire for sexual intimacy. So yes, I think everybody would agree that sex feels good. Um, but for men and for our husbands it's deeper than that it's symbolic of his deeper need which is ladies respect so let's go with this analogy for a little bit yeah Um, a wife needs emotional release through talking so that's chatting face to face
2: i never really thought about like that
1: Mm -hmm. so when that need is met she feels loved yeah so when a husband refuses to talk, that symbolizes to a wife that he does not love her or care for her or treasure her.
2: And guys, when we refuse to talk, maybe it's because we're tired or have stress on our mind. Mm-hmm. Or it's not that you're not talking and you're ignoring them. It's just that your answers are short, or, or you're not responding back and asking a question in return. Right, or you're just, just grunting. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't think I ever wanted to communicate to you or want to communicate that I don't love you or care about you mm-hmm. because I love you and I care about you. Yes. But I think it's important, guys, for us to remember that when we don't respond and we don't ask questions and we don't respond in full sentences. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like I like thinking of a conversation like you're playing tennis. Mm-hmm. Right. When someone as ask you a question, they're hitting you the ball. You don't just grab the ball and hold it, <laughs> right? You don't just hit the, the ball. Yeah, you don't just hit the ball away. Right. Right. You have to hit it back. So you're spawned and you ask a question. Mm-hmm. And you go back and forth, back and forth that right. way.
1: Um, and I think, I don't know if every wife is like me, but I'm very sensitive to your tone as well. So you could be talking, but your tone could be flat. And to me, I'm hearing or I'm sensing that, yeah, your, your words are here, but your mind is elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that makes a big difference as well.
2: Yeah. So just like a woman needs emotional release through talking, a husband has a need for physical release. Right, through sexual intimacy,
1: right, so when a wife refuses sex, that symbolizes to their husband and to her husband that she doesn't care about him and doesn't respect him and his need for sexual intimacy mm. so and let's let's please please please, please hear hear us out here. We're not talking about a husband forcing himself on his wife when she is constantly saying no, because let's be honest, that's rape
2: yeah. So within marriage.
1: Yes, exactly. And so it's not trying to coerce your wife to, you know, um, so that you can you can have your quote unquote sexual intimacy or, you know, you just your orgasm and that be done with it. That's that's being selfish. And that can literally lead to rape. So we need to be really aware of our actions and our reactions
2: to moves. Right. Or to initiation.
1: Right. So like we said, women, their gas tank needs to be filled before the car moves. Where well, I think men, the car is constantly moving, <laughs> um, but they need to be aware yeah. that sometimes, sometimes you need to break. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you need right. to come to a roll and stop.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right.
1: But we, and as wise, we need to understand that uh, it isn't fair For us to withhold sex from our husband and use that as a pawn in some sort of game. So it's not like, hey, you better do this for me or, you know, um, the factory shut down tonight Mm. or like, hey, if you don't um, talk to me, then I'm not going to be in the mood for sex. So sit down and talk to me right now. That's not any better. That's being... Manipulative. Mm-hmm. So um, 1 Corinthians 7 verse 5 says, Stop depriving one another except by agreement for a time so that you may devote yourself to prayer and come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. Okay, so husbands and wives, I think we need to remember that when it comes to our sexuality, both husband and wife need to meet each other's needs and need to have the posture of honoring and serving one another even within the marriage bed.
2: Yeah. So, as you can look at the time on our podcast, we are way longer. (laughs) Way longer than usual. That's why
1: we put the sex last, because everyone's going (laughs) to wait and listen to it. (laughs) Yeah.
2: No, we're way longer than normal, and that's because... This book, Love and Respect, is a fantastic book. For sure. And if you haven't yet read it or listened to it, we do really want to encourage that. So once again, go to audibletrial.com slash between because that does help support our podcast by doing that. Signing up for a free membership. You get the book for free. Uh, it helps us out as well, and everyone's happy.
1: <laughs> there we go. All right, right, so next week, Daniel, what are we talking about?
2: How to raise grateful children.
1: Right. In the midst of the Thanksgiving season and then Christmas coming up, I think we need to have a chat with our kids about how to be grateful and yeah. not entitled. This is
2: good. This is good. All right, so be sure to connect with us on social media at Show, and go to InBetween.org slash episode 41 for all the show notes.